I am pleased to introduce the longest-serving CEO amongst global incumbent telcos, Darren Entwistle, President and CEO of TELUS. Over the last 10 years, under Darren's leadership, TELUS has transformed from a regional telephone company into a world-leading communications provider, dedicated to serving the needs of its customers by driving continuous innovation in its future-friendly services. Notably, since 2000, the TELUS team has generated a 95% return, uh, uh, return for shareholders, the best shareholder return in the world among its global peers. TELUS has also increased its enterprise value during the same time frame by 110% to $22 billion. Darren and the TELUS team believe deeply in their charitable philosophy to give where they live, where we live contributing $185 million and 3.5 million volunteer hours of service across Canada since 2000. The company has garnered widespread recognition for its efforts, including being named one of Canada's 10 most admired corporate cultures for 2009 by Waterstone Human Capital, the most outstanding philanthropic corporation in the world in 2010 by the United States-based Association of Fundraising Professionals, the first Canadian company in history to receive this recognition, and for nine consecutive years, TELUS has been ranked as one of the most socially responsible corporations on the Dow Jones Sustainability World Index, alongside being named one of uh, the global 100's most sustainable corporations for two consecutive years. Additionally, Darren is the recipient of the University of Alberta's 2011 Canadian Business Leader of the Year Award. Darren is a 30-year veteran of the telecom industry who has worked in Europe, Asia, the Caribbean, and Australia. He's on a number of boards, including the Canadian Council of Chief Executives and McGill University, and also served as chair of the Royal Conservatory's Capital Campaign. Please welcome me in joining Darren as he outlines TELUS's strategy for building healthier communities. Thank you, Nick, and as well to the Canadian Club for inviting me to speak this afternoon. 2010 has been a cautious year for Canadian businesses with modest growth in our economy. Canada, clearly, is well regarded around the world for our economic stability. Indeed, the current view by economists is for real 2010 GDP growth at 3%. And this compares favorably to projected growth rates in both the US and Europe. Notwithstanding this, as business leaders I feel that we must implement strategies to advance Canada's social prosperity and answer some of the most fundamental challenges within the realm of healthcare. Let me share TELUS's vision and what we are doing as an organization to further our brand promise, the future is friendly, for the citizens of our country, or as our 30,000 team members from coast to coast call them, our neighbors. TELUS is continuing its long-standing commitment to invest in our country, providing our citizens with access to the world's best technology. Last year, our company achieved a momentous milestone with the launch of our 3G Plus wireless network, 
that covers now 93% of the Canadian population. This was indeed a massive undertaking for our company and it was accomplished in the midst of the economic downturn and during a time when the majority of companies were reducing their capital expenditures. TELUS, however, did the opposite. We knew, having already invested $73 billion in Canada over the last decade, that our purchasing power would stretch further, enabling our company to secure new technology at favourable costs. This is why, even during the worst of the economic downturn of 2009, we increased our capital expenditures by some 13% to complete the rollout of one of the world's largest and most advanced wireless networks. To put the scale of this investment into context, when we launched this network, we were one of only 17 telecom companies out of 800 worldwide operating a 3G plus wireless network. Impressively, Canada now has three such networks, the most of any country in the world. As shown on the screens, you can see the tremendous leap that we have made since 2000 until today. This means Canadians now enjoy the fastest speeds, advanced features and innovative services on the latest generation of 3G Plus devices, including the iPhone, Blackberry and Android. By comparison, the map before you shows you the nominal 3G Plus coverage in the United States. The reality? is that the United States is at least a year behind Canada in its deployment of 3G plus technology. Furthermore, there is no European comparison to TELUS's extensive coverage that we've secured in Canada. By way of example, on these slides you can see the sparse 3G plus coverage in Spain, Germany and Italy. You can also see the non-existent 3G plus coverage in France and the United Kingdom. In fact, as shown on this screen, you could fit the entirety of Europe's 3G plus network coverage areas into just our Eastern Canada footprint and still have room to spare. Importantly, TELUS's investments in broadband technology enable us to build shareholder value, but also to build healthier communities in answering some of the most profound social challenges. Indeed, let me share three ways in which TELUS is answering some of the biggest social challenges confronting Canadians. Firstly, we are helping transform healthcare through communications technology to crack the code on affordability and improve patient outcomes. Secondly, we are re revolutionizing work styles in the workplace to drive resource productivity and also yield a greener environment for our planet. Finally, we are optimizing community engagement and leveraging the symbiotic relationship that exists between the private sector and the health of the communities within we live as citizens. Let me begin with healthcare. I think it's pretty clear that despite massive investment, our healthcare industry is in the midst of a challenge of historic proportions that's impacting every single Canadian. This challenge is impacting the way that we care for our children. It's impacting the way that we care for our parents 
and it's impacting the future prosperity of generations to come. Let me share with you three factors that I think are undermining the effectiveness of our health care system. Firstly, the cost of health care is undoubtedly escalating, and it's anticipated that health care spending will reach a quarter of a trillion dollars by 2020, or some 50% of the provincial government budgets. Our aging population and the prevalence of chronic diseases are the key factors for this growth, contributing to 60% of all health care spending overall. Over 30% of Canadians struggle with at least one chronic disease, such as diabetes, which may be, of course, prevented or at least delayed with the help of self-management programs enabled by broadband technology. Disconcertingly, people with diabetes incur medical costs that are three times higher than those costs without a chronic condition. And by 2020, it's estimated that diabetes will cost our country some $17 billion a year. Secondly, it's my view that our healthcare system has too many regulators. And these regulators are widely dispersed across multiple geographies, exacerbating the challenge. As a result, the transfer of information, processes, intellectual property, and medical talent for, from one region and one regulator to another is less than efficient. This is, of course, assuming that the transfer of health information takes place at all. Finally, our healthcare system is characterized by a network of medical centers, which typically have their own independent technology systems and data centers. Consequently, hardware, software, and database hierarchies are different across our health institutions, making the efficient and accurate flow of information challenging for health practitioners. In the greater Toronto area alone, there are approximately 25 hospitals with more than 20 data centers and over 20 patient record systems. This is not only cumbersome from a technology management perspective, but it's also suboptimal when it comes to disseminating health information as patients move between hospitals and clinics, and importantly, ensuring the accuracy of this information as it moves across the healthcare continuum. Think about the efficiencies that would be released if we collapsed this information technology infrastructure down to a single data center and one standardized set of patient records. Efficiencies that we could recycle into the healthcare system, into applied research, better technology for our hospitals, or simply more money for nurses and doctors. The very nature of our Canadian approach to healthcare demands a technology solution that connects and engages stakeholders across multiple jurisdictions, geographies, and specialties. And above all, ensuring that patients have access to the best medical experts who have the relevant health information necessary to affect the right diagnosis and the right treatment. We cannot underestimate our opportunity to use broadband technology to reduce costs and errors in our system, better connect patients, 
improve health outcomes and drive not just the prevention of disease, but its remediation. Think about it. In other areas of our lives, technology has empowered us with convenience, speed and access to information, whether it's paying bills online, changing a flight through your smartphone wireless device, or simply for your enjoyment, downloading music and movies to your smartphone or to your tablet. Yet up until now, Canadians have been inhibited from gaining similar access to information when it comes to their own health. Why? Why should we be so limited when it comes to the knowledge of something so critical to our very livelihoods as our health and well-being? When Nicholas Negroponte wrote his seminal book, Being Digital, back in 1995, 15 years ago, and forecast how the interactive world would merge with the information age, I do not believe that he thought healthcare would be an exception. In fact, in his belief that computers would make life better for everyone, it was Negroponte who said, computing is not about computers anymore. It's about living. Well, creating a proper functioning healthcare system is a pretty important component to living. The TELUS team believes fervently that the only way we will realize healthcare affordability and effectiveness is through innovation and investment in information communications, and technology. This includes moving information quickly and securely across the healthcare continuum, whether that be at home, in a clinic, at a hospital, or wherever your lifestyle or your business travels take you. In a world where wireless network technology has enabled powerful mobile computing, health information can be right at your fingertips because your smartphones or your tablets go with you. TELUS has a clear agenda to help drive the transformation of healthcare. This agenda includes putting people first. How radical is that? With patient-centered technology solutions that engage them as an equal partner in the management of their health. Improving the flow of information to realize cost efficiencies across the continuum of care, and as well, shifting the focus from the prevention of disease to the remediation of disease. By way of example, TELUS is helping patients receive faster and better care in rural communities with the help of our telehealth technology, which we've been practicing for over 10 years. Let's consider the state of an elderly woman living in Fort Francis who requires knee replacement surgery. This patient receives a referral to Dr. John Porter, an orthopedic surgeon who is practicing three hours north in Kenora. Using our telehealth technology over the Ontario Telemedicine Network, Dr. Porter can assess the patient's knee using real-time imaging, coupled with an examination that's facilitated by a nurse at the Fort Francis Clinic. Although this patient subsequently has surgery in Kenora, 
Most of her follow-up appointments with Dr. Porter are conducted using the telehealth technology. Importantly, these visits reduce the burden of cost on our healthcare system and for the patient, avoid the inconvenience and the risk of long travel on a repetitive basis. Notably, Dr. Porter, all by himself, has treated over 1,800 patients in 16 different rural communities using the telehealth technology. I believe that the opportunity for change through the use of electronic medical records is also tremendous. TELUS today is the national leader providing health records for more than 5 million Canadians. Still, we have a very long way to go as a country. A survey from Ipsos Reid revealed that 55% of Canadians are tracking their medical history on paper. Even more disconcerting is the fact that one out of four Canadians is tracking their medical history by memory or they're not tracking it at all. Moreover, and this is pretty intuitive, 93% of Canadians believe that medical errors can be prevented by using electronic medical records. Unfortunately, our country's progress in the adoption of digital records is slow in comparison to other nations around the world. Thousands of Canadians die each year due to errors in our medical system. These errors resulting from broken processes, inaccessible records, handwritten prescriptions, and shuffled or misplaced files could be avoided through the ubiquitous use of electronic health records. By way of example, when a 747 crashes, we are rightly devastated and then fixated on trans transportation safety board investigations that ensue. Sadly, we fail to fully comprehend that the same number of people are dying every month due to errors in our medical system. Admittedly, no electronic system is foolproof. But in terms of security, in terms of information protection, electronic health records are undoubtedly a quantum leap above color-coded folders in the offices of clinics and doctors. In a study released late last fall, the New York-based Commonwealth Fund ranked Canada last in physicians' use of digital records at just 37%. In Australia, Italy, Holland, New Zealand, Sweden, and the United Kingdom, electronic medical records are nearly universal. Ironically, as you've seen on these slides, Canada has the information superhighway. We have a position of leadership in that regard. I just wish that we had more digitized health information to move on it to deliver better patient outcomes because the people of our country deserve it. Canada Health Infoway has established a goal to provide all Canadians with an electronic health record by 2016. We are encouraged that this is a strategic priority for our government. But I've got to question the pace of change given that we are already significantly behind. Tell us, our team members, we want to help. Our company has invested over $800 million in the last three years in healthcare technology 
and our team members are devoted to answering the challenges of healthcare transformation. Through their efforts, TELUS has earned the recognition by Branham 300 as the number one Canadian healthcare technology company for the last three consecutive years. Our company is now empowering Canadian consumers to take a greater role in the management of their health with the recent launch of TELUS HealthSpace. TELUS HealthSpace is an innovative e-health platform that brings together people and technology in a future-friendly fashion. Powered by Microsoft, TELUS HealthSpace is the first service of its kind in Canada, providing Canadians with one of the most fundamentally important pieces of the healthcare puzzle, specifically access to their own health information. For example, for the people in this room, Canadian parents who are not on the payroll of the healthcare system are in effect the chief medical information officers for their households. TELUS HealthSpace as a tool gives them, these chief medical information officers for the home, access to information, the ability to create data records for their families, store this information, and manage their family's health information across all of today's technology platforms, from the TV to the PC to the mobile, internet, smartphone, or tablet, and as well to take this information and share it on a secure basis with our care providers. The TELUS team is indeed excited about the impact that this new platform is going to have on our healthcare system. So excited, in fact, that through an internal launch of TELUS HealthSpace to over 1,500 TELUS employees, we are practicing what we preach and actively shaping new services that will soon be available to millions of Canadians via TELUS free of charge. The TELUS team is also using social media and new applications to connect our youth in innovative and compelling ways. In a world where these activities can sometimes be frivolous, we are trying to use our expertise in communications technology to deliver better outcomes for our younger generation. For example, in 2007 at McMaster's Children's Hospital and at Toronto Sick Kids in 2009, TELUS launched Upopolis, a private, secure, and future-friendly social networking platform for young people to use when they're hospitalized. This multilingual platform reduces the loneliness and the anxiety our youth experience by helping them stay up to date with schoolwork and their communities. It allows them to receive the latest information from kid-friendly websites concerning their ailment and its treatment, and allows them as well to interact with kids who are in similar medical circumstances. Eupopolis is now live in six hospitals across our nation. By way of another example, juvenile diabetes affects 200,000 Canadians, with Canada having the third highest rate in the world amongst children under the age of 15. To combat type 1 diabetes, these brave children, of course, have to give themselves more than 1,400 blood pricks in their fingers and more than 1,000 needles of insulin every single year, 
of their lives. Fortunately, treatment options are improving and science is getting better. In fact, I'm convinced that through world-leading research that's taking place right here in Canada, a cure will be found in the not-too-distant future. TELUS, without a doubt, stands behind this heroic effort. In addition to our partnership with the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, TELUS is helping children directly that are afflicted with this terrible disease. Unfortunately, three out of four children with juvenile diabetes are readmitted to hospitals because they are not following their medical routine, because they're kids, and that's what kids do. If we can reduce this number through educational technology for kids, we can reduce healthcare costs, and much more importantly, we can save lives. For those of you that have young children in the room, you may notice that they've been enthralled with something called Webkins. You'll be familiar with that because kids have been fascinated with taking care of critters online using technology. What an interesting concept. Next month, TELUS is introducing our version called MedPals. This innovative application helps young diabetes patients learn about their condition and encourages them to manage their disease with the help of future-friendly game playing on a secure web-based platform. Educating these children on the importance of monitoring their glucose levels, following a healthy diet, exercising regularly, and connecting them with other kids in a similar situation is how TELUS can unleash the power of technology to make life a little bit easier for these children and their families. Undeniably, the DNA of a telecom company like TELUS is in the expeditious, secure, effective movement and storage of information across multiple platforms. It's what we have done for 100 years. Well, importantly, one of the biggest factors in curing what ails our healthcare system is, in fact, the expeditious, secure, effective movement and storage of information across the continuum of healthcare and its, and its con uh, con constituencies. Today's technology is also something that can be meaningful in changing the way that we work in our future-friendly workplaces. At TELUS, we are inspired by the way our team members want to work, not just today, but into the future, and the way businesses need to operate to gain much-needed productivity and efficiency movements. There are a number of trends that are transpiring in this regard that I think will be very familiar to the people in this room, and they inform TELUS's vision. Firstly, commuting times are getting longer, and people are working in multiple locations. In fact, according to the Toronto Board of Trade, commuters in the greater Toronto area spend 80 minutes of commuting time per round trip, and that's the longest commuting time of 19 major urban cities surveyed across North America, and this also includes Los Angeles and New York. Second, 
with employees retiring in numbers in the years ahead, coupled with the influx of 20-something millennials into our workplaces, we as employers will face significant challenges in recruiting top talent. Indeed, in the war for top talent, we have found that millennials choose who they work for based on a company's track record in building healthier communities as much as they value the career opportunities. Third, the global economic realities that we have been harshly confronted with over the last few years require companies to leave no stone unturned in an effort to operate more cost effectively. In response, TELUS's goal that we have set for our organization over the next four years includes having only 30% of our team members continuing to be located in our TELUS buildings across our country, having 40% of our team members working on a mobile basis, and finally, having 30% of our team members working from their homes. TELUS's work styles program drives cost savings. It also increases productivity because employees have to earn the right to work from home. And as well, obviously, by avoiding the commute, reduces the environmental impact on our planet. Already, TELUS has enabled 18,000 of our team members to work remotely, with 5,000 doing so on any typical day for our organization. Moreover, and importantly for shareholders, this supports a 40% reduction in both our real estate footprint and as well our utilities consumption. Considering that TELUS as an organization spent some $300 million on real estate last year alone, a 40% reduction in these costs is significant for our investors. TELUS, ultimately we believe in moving information and ideas instead of people and vehicles. To this end, TELUS has introduced telepresence, powered by Cisco, which is a super high-definition video conferencing technology, and it mimics an in-person, face-to-face meeting experience. TELUS has deployed 11 telepresence systems at TELUS locations across Canada. In doing so, we've enhanced team building, created greater, greater, greater connectivity between our team members. We've demonstrated in a very tangible fashion the power of innovation for our clients. And as well, we've reduced our travel costs by some $27 million per year, or roughly 40% of our total travel budget. And finally, from a business continuity planning perspective, we've reduced our risk profile. Anyone that wants in this room to give telepresence a trial, given that we have telepresence sites all across the country, feel free to contact us, come into our buildings, and use it and judge for yourself, as this is a very effective mechanism for running a business when you've got a national distribution. Our innovative approach to working will, of course, continue in the years ahead. As part of a national strategy we call the future-friendly workplace, over the next five years, we are investing millions of dollars to create collaborative spaces for our team members, our customers, and as well for our community stakeholders. The Future Friendly Workplace captures the essence 
of the TELUS brand. It's progressive, it's tech savvy, and it's designed to optimize collaboration between people. By way of example, our newly built TELUS House Toronto and TELUS House Ottawa set a new standard for environmental responsibility through the energy efficient practices that they exhibit. Notably, they are amongst the very few gold-built leadership in energy and environmental design properties in all of North America. TELUS House Toronto, for example, includes groundbreaking design and sustainability, things like an advanced heating and cooling system that draws water from Lake Ontario and reduces our energy costs by some 50%. It also has auto-dimming lights that reduce the need for artificial lighting and electricity within the building. And finally, it's got a storm water management system for collecting water for non-drinking uses within the building. There is a reason why TELUS team members call our properties TELUS House and why our brand promise is the future is friendly. After all, my 11-year-old daughter does not hesitate to remind me to shut the lights off in our home to conserve energy. Well, neither does our 150-strong person TELUS Green Team, a green team that's a national network of largely young millennials who promote sustainable practices that transpire within TELUS's workspace. In fact, these people champion lighting retrofits in our buildings that has allowed us to save up to $1.5 million for organization per year. TELUS's green team of millennials also raised awareness on our need to reduce paper consumption. Impressively, we've reduced our paper consumption from 117 million sheets in 2001 to 49 million sheets in 2009. Moreover, through our long-standing partnerships with Tree Canada and the Nature Conservancy of Canada, TELUS and our customers are supporting sustainable forests. Notably, over the last three years, our customers have recycled almost 300,000 cell phones and as a result, TELUS has donated $800,000 towards reforestation efforts in our country. In addition, TELUS is also donating $2 to the Nature Conservancy of Canada on behalf of every one of our customers who switch to paperless billing. These funds will ensure the protection of more than 160 hectares of natural habitats and forests. So far since the campaign started in April, more than 300,000 customers have signed up to go paperless with their bill. Indeed, these investments make our brand promise of a friendly future resonate and come to life in what is a very real sense for both our people, our customers, and as well, our environment. Finally, let me share the last tenet of our strategy in seeking to build healthier communities for Canadians. The TELUS team believes in our hearts and in our minds that in order to do well in business, we must do good in the communities within which we live, work, and serve as citizens. This is a simple philosophy that says, and it comes from the heart, we give where we live. Since 2000, 
TELUS AND OUR TEAM MEMBERS HAVE DONE JUST THAT, DONATING MORE THAN $185 MILLION TO CHARITIES AND NOT-FOR-PROFIT ORGANIZATIONS, BUT MORE IMPORTANTLY, VOLUNTEERING MORE THAN 3.5 MILLION HOURS OF THEIR PRECIOUS TIME IN SEEKING TO MAKE A DIFFERENCE IN OUR COMMUNITIES AND HELPING PEOPLE THAT ARE LESS FORTUNATE THAN OURSELVES. WE BELIEVE THAT COMMUNITY SUPPORT SHOULD BE OWNED AND EXECUTED LOCALLY. AS A RESULT, WE'VE ESTABLISHED ACROSS CANADA NINE TELUS COMMUNITY BOARDS. THESE INNOVATIVE BOARDS COMPRISE TELUS TEAM MEMBERS COMBINED WITH COMMUNITY, community LUMINARIES, PEOPLE LIKE GENERAL RICK HILLIER, WHO CHAIRS OUR TELUS COMMUNITY BOARD IN ATLANTIC CANADA, OR RITA BURICK, WHO CHAIRS OUR TELUS COMMUNITY BOARD RIGHT HERE IN TORONTO. THESE COMMUNITY BOARDS ENSURE TELUS SUPPORT GOES TO GRASSROOTS CHARITIES THAT WOULD NOT TYPICALLY HAVE ACCESS TO CORPORATE FUNDING. AND THE FOCUS IS ON IMPROVING SOCIAL AND HEALTH OUTCOMES FOR THE YOUTH IN NEED IN OUR COUNTRY. SINCE THEIR INCEPTION ONLY A FEW YEARS AGO, TELUS'S COMMUNITY BOARDS HAVE ALLOCATED $25 MILLION TO LOCAL CHARITIES AND NONPROFIT ORGANIZATIONS AND HAVE SUPPORTED OVER 1,800 COMMUNITY PROJECTS ACROSS OUR COUNTRY. IN TORONTO, SOME OF THE EXAMPLES INCLUDE SKY'S THE LIMIT, WHICH SEEKS TO DISTRIBUTE REFURBISHED LAPTOPS, SOME OF THEM COMING FROM TELUS TO YOUTH PARTICIPATING IN THE REGENT'S PARK EDUCATION PROGRAM. THE HAMMER BAND VIOLENCE FOR VIOLINS PROGRAM, WHICH OFFERS KIDS IN THE HIGH-RISK AREAS OF TORONTO THE UNIQUE CHANCE TO LEARN LIFE SKILLS THROUGH MUSIC CLASSES. AND FINALLY, SKETCH, WHICH IS AN ORGANIZATION THAT PROVIDES OPPORTUNITIES IN THE ARTS FOR YOUNG PEOPLE WHO ARE STREET-INVOLVED OR HOMELESS. AND ON A LARGER SCALE, LEARNING THROUGH THE ARTS WITH THE ROYAL CONSERVATORY AND HELPING DR. PETER SIMON BUILD HIS NATIONAL DREAM IN THAT REGARD. TELUS'S 8,000 TEAM MEMBERS IN ONTARIO TAKE GREAT PRIDE IN OUR LONG-STANDING RELATIONSHIPS WITH OUR COMMUNITY PARTNERS IN THIS PROVINCE, AND WE BELIEVE DEEPLY IN WORKING TOGETHER TO CREATE A BETTER TOMORROW FOR THOSE PEOPLE LESS FORTUNATE. THIS YEAR, ALONGSIDE SELFLESS VOLUNTEER EFFORTS, TELUS WILL DONATE $10 MILLION IN SUPPORT OF LOCAL CHARITIES AND COMMUNITY ORGANIZATIONS IN THIS PROVINCE. IMPROVING THE LIVES OF OUR FELLOW CITIZENS ALSO UNDERPINS OUR DECISION TO FUND TECHNOLOGY PURCHASES THAT HELP ANSWER TODAY'S HEALTH CARE CHALLENGES. BY WAY OF EXAMPLE, TELUS'S GO PINK CAMPAIGN SUPPORTS THE EARLY DETECTION OF BREAST CANCER AMONGST WOMEN. FOR EVERY PINK BLACKBERRY SOLD THROUGH THE END OF THIS YEAR, TELUS WILL MAKE A $25 DONATION TO REGIONAL HOSPITALS ACROSS THE COUNTRY FOR THE PURCHASE OF NEW DIGITAL MAMMOGRAPHY EQUIPMENT. IN ONTARIO, WE ARE DONATING FUNDS TO THE PRINCESS MARGARET HOSPITAL FOUNDATION IN TORONTO AND AS WELL IN OTTAWA, THE OTTAWA HOSPITAL FOUNDATION. THROUGH THIS CAMPAIGN, WE ARE EMPOWERING SOCIALLY CONSCIOUS CONSUMERS TO MAKE PURCHASING DECISIONS THAT BENEFIT THEMSELVES AND THEIR LOCAL COMMUNITIES, THEREBY ALIGNING OUR GIVING WITH THE NEEDS OF OUR CLIENTS, ENHANCING OUR BRAND APPEAL AND THE EMOTIONAL CONNECTION THAT WE WANT TO ACHIEVE WITH OUR CLIENTS, 
and as well differentiating our company from the competition because consumers have a lot of choices. Our goal is to surpass a million dollars in funding for digital mammography equipment and we are thrilled with the extraordinary response that we've received from our customers. I'm also pleased to share that today we have brand new pink BlackBerry 3G Plus devices for every single person here in this room. Compliments of TELUS and our friends at Research in Motion. Speaking of using social networking wisely to help build healthier communities, within days of launching our Go Pink campaign on Facebook, some 500,000 people in about a 72-hour period turned their profile picture on Facebook pink, showing an incredible outpouring of support for this initiative. Our investors know and our clients know and our team members know that TELUS is a company that measures success not only by profitable returns, but also by our contributions to society and to the environment. Moreover, we disclose publicly our social and environmental goals and report against these accountabilities within the public domain. Yes, even when we miss our targets in that regard. In an era when a company's community engagement is a key determinant of how team members feel about their corporation and its strategy, our dedication in this regard is absolutely critical to attracting, retaining, and engaging top talent in our industry. This translates to enhancing customer and shareholder value, as noted by Dave Ulrich, who's a professor of business at the University of Michigan, someone that has been the number one ranked management educator and guru by Business Week magazine and was selected by Fast Company as one of the most 10 creative leaders in all of North America. Professor Ulrich states, leadership matters. Most employees believe this, but finding a firm where employees have such a remarkable increase in leadership credibility is truly unique. It suggests that TELUS has had a profound impact on employee commitment. Such employee commitment will impact both customer and shareholder value. Our experience at TELUS strongly correlates with Professor Ulrich's statement. While we thrive on being good corporate citizens, we also have a fiduciary responsibility to our shareholders. However, at TELUS, we believe these two responsibilities go hand in hand. Indeed, TELUS is the leader amongst global incumbent telcos for both the consistency and the positive economic results generated from our strategy. The following charts illustrate how TELUS's total shareholder returns, which includes share price appreciation and dividends, have outperformed all of our peers around the world over the last five years, over the last six years, the last seven years, the last eight years, the last nine years, and the last 10 years. 
In closing, I am proud of the TELUS team for harnessing our technology and delivering on our values to unleash the power of technology to deliver a friendlier future for Canadians and to build healthier communities for us to live in. There is, without a doubt, a symbiotic relationship that exists between the success of our business sector and the health of our communities. We believe that through our efforts, we can improve patient outcomes, enhance the productivity of our workforce, using work styles, leveraging new technologies, and importantly, that we can provide a helping hand to augment the incredible activities that our community partners are taking all across Canada on the charitable giving front. The money that we are able to invest and give originates from our customers, and we are proud to complement those funds with our own money, to complement it with our time, and as well to complement it with our hearts in order to truly make a difference. Through our efforts, we hope to inspire a deep-rooted belief that good corporate citizenship is not just good business practice, but instead a best practice that creates a vibrant society and nurtures people who care deeply about delivering better social outcomes, and as well, it supports a more sustainable business model from a shareholder value perspective. I am, indeed, humbled by the magnitude of what we have accomplished thus far. I believe fervently in what we can do together as a collective and the prosperity that we can deliver for future generations to come. Thank you so very much. Thank you so much, Darren. I'd like to call Irene David, the director of the Canadian Club of Toronto, to the podium. Thank you, Darren. I don't think we've ever needed leaders to be more relevant than today. Of course, what's relevant today is very different from even just a few years ago. Business leaders have always been at the forefront of change. Henry Ford and Bill Gates helped shape the 20th century. Sergey Brin, Larry Page, and Mark Zuckerberg are doing the same in the 21st. Some would argue business leaders such as these have changed the world as much, if not more, than any political leader. What makes such leaders successful is an ability to listen to people, anticipate the needs of the market, and adapt in response. Those who do it well remain relevant. Those who don't risk being left behind. Given TELUS's ongoing growth and success, it looks like Darren and his team will be staying relevant and at the forefront of change for some time. Another sign of a leader is what people give back to the community. And I think the TELUS takes the prize there. And I want to thank Darren and the rest of his team for everything they've done in giving back to the community. Thank you again, Darren. Thank you, Irene. Thank you, Darren, and thank you once more to Ernst & Young for making today possible.
To everyone in the audience, thank you for attending. The blackberries, very generously donated by TELUS, will be handed out to you in just a moment, so please remain at your tables. This concludes our event. The meeting is now adjourned. Thank you.